Dude, I just saw a movie that I have to recommend real quickly. So if you know about Park Chan-wook and you know his filmography, uh, most obviously you probably started with Old Boy or something like many people in the West. If you know about him, bear with me uh, because I want to tell somebody, whoever might be listening, if they haven't heard of Park Chan-wook, who this guy is and what his films are and how great they are. About 10 years ago, I think, I first saw Old Boy. And the way I came across Old Boy was my brother read an article, he was in high school at the time, about Cannes and, and this movie called Old Boy Won Cannes. And, and Tarantino, my hero, was, was on the jury and he, you know, they awarded it the grand jury prize or some prize or something like that. And my brother told me, oh, it's about a guy that's like stuck in a room for 15 years or however long uh, the main character in Old Boy is stuck in a room. And I thought, oh, that sounds so lame. <laughs> Why would I want to watch a movie about a guy stuck in a room? And then eventually I saw it, you know, and I realized, oh, wow, this is amazing. Now why old boy is amazing is it's there's a lot of reasons a the story is crazy the story is really cool and you know it's it goes in areas you don't expect it to go it's a good story because you can't predict it the other thing is you know and this goes into why i liked handmaiden and why i the the handmaiden and why i want to recommend it is because a lot of the reasons why I liked Old Boy, I liked The Handmaiden. The music, the 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 photography, the 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 sense of humor, this weird kind of sense of humor. Old Boy kicked me off into like looking at his filmography. Like the first movie that he I mean, he made a couple films before Joint Security Area, but they weren't they didn't make a huge splash. And then he did this movie called Joint Security Area. And then after joint and joint security area was sort of about like the border between North and South Korea and these guys that they sort of become friends or something like that. And then after joint security area, he did a film called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is one of my favorite films. I put it on par with Old Boy. But stylistically, it's very different. It's There's not a lot of music, and what music there is, it's this weird kind of thrashing jazz kind of thing. And I don't want to say it's a slow film. There, I, I, When I say slow, uh, I mean it, it moves at a very glacial pace. There are films, you know, and anybody that watches a ton of films knows, like there are films that you wouldn't call them slow, they just kind of... They move at their own pace. And Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is one of those films. It's one of the best films I've seen about death and loss and losing a loved one and stuff. It's a really great film. But when Chan Mook Park made Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, you know, like he made it very stylistically cold. And and, and it's very, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, for instance, like the camera is just sort of standing back and observing the action. And the story is good. But again, it just sort of moves at its own pace. It it, it goes slowly. It's a slow burn, as they would say. Even though I, I don't think you would call it a slow burn. It, it just goes at its own pace. I th- believe... Uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance was not in Korea a big uh, box office hit like I suppose a joint security area was. Even though Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance did eventually make it 
overseas because you know any violent movie that's well made you know makes it overseas and stuff comes to america and that's great but then so then i i guess after he did sympathy for mr vengeance he was like oh i wanted like he wanted to do something that people would like and people you know like a crowd pleaser now old boy is not what i would call a a, a typical crowd pleaser but it is if you compare sympathy for mr vengeance with old boy Again, stylistically, they're just very different. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is very, again, cold, uh, glacial pace. Old boy, the music is constant. The camera moves are crazy. It's 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 like a full lot, and it's immersive. Like you watch it, and you're just in the story. You know what I mean? Because you, it's just it, stylistically, it's just so. I don't want to say in your face, but it's just. It's there are so many things about Old Boy that are just aesthetically pleasing. One of the the soundtrack, let me just tell you about the soundtrack of Old Boy is one of the I think best soundtracks I've ever heard. There's this song called The Last Waltz on it that I've listened to like a million times, especially when it came out, you know, I had the soundtrack and stuff. And it's one of the most beautiful soundtracks I've ever heard. Now if you compare and contrast, you know, the, the the soundtrack to the actual story, it's like, whoa, you know, the story is really rough. I mean, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is really rough, and Old Boy goes to some rough areas and stuff, but it's so beautiful looking. The photography is so beautiful. The music, again, is so beautiful. And I, as a young guy, uh, you know, drinking in cinema... And, you know, Martin Scorsese said this about, I think, uh, eight and a half or something. He said, uh, to be young, and I'm trying to do an impression of it. I'm sorry, I won't do that. But it, he said to be young and be open to, to, to cinema is one of the greatest things. And I do consider Old Boy, I put it up there with Ichi the Killer. It's one of those films that just marks you when you see it. And if you were lucky enough to have seen it when it came out and, and when it was, you know making a big splash and making a huge name for Chanwook Park, uh, you're lucky. I consider myself one of those lucky people because, I mean, it, you know, you, if you're an artist, you watch things and, and they become part of your artistic DNA. And I would have to say that Old Boy is one of those films that is part of my artistic DNA. After Old Boy, Chanwook Park decided, okay, I want to do another vengeance film uh, because Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, of course, is a vengeance film, the title, duh. And Old Boy is a vengeance, is a revenge film. And then he said, okay, I'm going to do Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. And Sympathy for Lady Vengeance is even more lush and beautiful as Old Boy, like it, more. It's beautiful. The soundtrack is like this harpist chord kind of Victorian thing, and it's just lush. It's beautiful. It's surreal. It's funny. It's all those things that I think, you know, movies that I respond to are. You know, I don't think any movie should be any particular thing, but I mean, it just, it's a four course meal I read in a. Actually, there was a review by James Bernadelli. I think that's the guy's name about Old Boy, and he described it as a cinematic four course meal. And. Yeah, that's a very good description of, of Old Boy and especially Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Now, some people, you know, they thought, okay, I like Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, but it's not, it's no Old Boy, that's for sure, you know. But I, it's apples and oranges. And if you take uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Old Boy and uh, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance and you take them as one Vengeance trilogy, it's really interesting and cool and stuff like that. I believe 
after you know uh, he did uh, three extremes with uh, Takashi Miike and Fruit Chan that that movie where it was one scary story from Hong Kong and one from Korea and one from Japan and he did that and then he did this movie called I am a cyborg and that's okay and that was a really good movie I really enjoyed it I've only seen it once I'm looking forward to seeing it again you know as a rewatch but it was it was again like surreal and interesting and it was wacky it was about a girl who thinks she's a cyborg and she's in a mental hospital. It was really, really fun. I don't think it made anywhere near as big a splash as Old Boy uh, overseas. But I mean, really, what what can? I mean, Old Boy is such a phenomenon. And after he did, uh, I'm a cyborg and okay, I, and that's okay. And I'm 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 not even looking at his filmography. These are just off the top of my head. And he did a movie. He did his first, and to my knowledge, last. I hope it's not his last, but he did a movie in America with uh, Nicole Kidman. And I believe that girl that was in Alice in Wonderland, it was called Stoker. And I don't think a lot of people have seen it. I liked it. It was it was good. But, you know, it wasn't. Uh, no, I don't want to say anything bad about it. It wasn't bad or anything. It was it just it, it's like when you have a film like an old boy in your filmography. Uh, how do I explain this? Like. For instance, like, say you're a filmmaker and you get, like, this big hit. I, I the, the impression that I got from Chan-wook Park's career after Old Boy was that he was kind of exploring. And he, with Stoker, he was sort of venturing out into the American market and, and seeing if he could make, you know, something that's cool and, and, and just as compelling and awesome as Old Boy and Sympathy for Lady Vengeance and Mr. Vengeance and all that stuff. Did he succeed? Yeah, I think he did. Um, I don't know what his uh, experience was working on a on an American production because the next film he did after that, I believe, is The Handmaiden, which brings us to The Handmaiden. I loved The Handmaiden. The Handmaiden was everything that I like in cinema these days. It was a cool story. You didn't know what was happening next. There were amazing scenes of, of Lesbian 69. It was just the best thing I've seen in a long time. And I've been watching, you know, a lot of films lately, not just for the podcast, just because I just feel like my appetite for cinema these days is just monstrous. I want to eat every film I come across. And uh, today I was like, you know, I'm the day that this podcast is released is my birthday. And I wanted to, you know... Watch. I, I just wanted to watch something that I thought would be super awesome and not like in a in a action way or a, or a grindhouse way or an ironic way. I wanted to see a film that was just a great film. And it was the basic scenario of The Handmaiden is that it's about I mean, I don't want to give too much away because it really does unfold in a way where you really don't know what's going to happen next. And I think that's one of the joys of, of, of seeing a, or hearing a story is, 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 you know, it's just unfolding in this way that you have no idea what's going to happen next. And it really does. It, it, it was just, you know, I was watching it and I was like, this is why I like Chan Wook Park. This is what made me respond to Old Boy all those years ago. But the thing is, like, you watch it, if you watch it in the context of his filmography, it does feel like he's matured. But that being said, he's matured, but he hasn't gone boring. The film is two and a half hours long and not 
in there is not one part of it where I felt oh, oh so much movie so much to go and stuff like that every beat of the story you sort of follow it and you're like well fuck what's gonna happen next and that's just good cinema folks that's just fun good stuff and I'm so happy that Chan Wook Park is back making a Korean film in that delightful language and it's also partially in Japanese and stuff like that I mean I'm at a weird thing with this because I I want to tell you what it's about, but I don't want to give away the surprises because the surprises are one of the, I mean, joys of watching this film. Things that I can say about it. Again, like Old Boy, it's sumptuously photographed. It, the music is cool. The acting is amazing. And there's that weird Chan Wook Park humor that it, I don't know how to explain it. It's just there. You know what I mean? Even in a film like Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which is really bleak, there's a humor there, which I think, you know, that's life. That's, you know, that's why I, you know, I can watch a film with no humor, but I'm not going to have a lot of fun with it just because I know for a fact that life is funny. That, that, you know, no matter how messed up life can get, it's funny. And uh, I think Chan Wook Park is one of those people that knows that and it comes through in his film. Uh, I will say the basic, uh, the basic little uh, thing to whet your appetite, I'll, I'll give you a little bit. Basically, the first character that we come across and it sort of follows her is this little pickpocket woman. She's a Korean woman, and she's part of this sort of band of, of thieves and con artists and swindlers and stuff. And there's this really smooth Korean swindler who's posing as a Japanese who has this plan to uh, seduce the uh, niece of this really rich, pervy man who's obsessed with dirty stories and old books. And this film takes place, I don't know, some time in the early 19th century or something or whatever century uh, the last one the one with the world war ii and all that you know which one i'm talking about but anyway so he sets her on he says you have to go become this girl's handmaiden and uh, i'm going to seduce her to take all of her money that's the basic setup does it totally go that way no it doesn't. I, I will just leave it at this that I will say that it, it it's just, you know, it takes that basic scenario, which I think I've seen that in, I don't know, The Wings of the Dove or one of these movies or something of, of like uh, people scheming on a rich woman. But dude, don't let the, the premise make you believe it's a stuffy sort of uh, Victorian kind of thing. The thing that I like about Chan Wook Park's film is the trashy elegance of it all like there are filmmakers that if they say show a guy i don't know cutting his belly open which that doesn't happen in the handmaiden but that's something that you know it, it happens in in uh, asia all the time but they they, they make it look ugly and Chan Wook Park, the thing that I like about his films is that they all look beautiful. I have a term that there's a DVD label called this, but it's a term that, you know, like that I want to do that when I look at the stuff that I make and stuff, it's it's what I want to do, which is art exploitation. And what is art exploitation? I'll tell you, art exploitation is films that are photographed beautifully that are acted beautifully, that the music is beautiful, everything about it is beautiful, but the subject matter is 
rough. And there's violence in it. And, oh my god, a huge plane is going by. But anyway, that's art exploitation. Oh, no, wait, that's not a plane. That's a fucking Harley Davidson. And it's making that noise. But anyway, uh, The Handmaiden is beautiful, beautiful art exploitation. Like, let me think of a few other films that I would consider art exploitation. Um, uh, well, anything that Chen Wook Park has done. Uh, Takashi Miike's filmography. Ichi the Killer. I don't know if that's total art exploitation because that is an insane movie. But, uh, for instance, God damn it, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, of course. I, I said anything, you know, Chen Wook Park, art exploitation. Uh, there's a film called Hard Romanticer that's from Japan, and that's under the art exploitation label, this DVD label. That's art exploitation because it's photographed beautifully and it's punctuated with extreme violence. Another film that I like that I've mentioned on the podcast before is Trouble Every Day, again, directed by Claire Denis. Beautifully photographed, extremely violent. And and it has that glacial pace that, that uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance has. That that kind of stuff, you know, I think, you know, getting into Chan Wook Park's filmography sort of crystallized in my mind what art exploitation is. And, you know, I think that's what the man does. We, you know, you think of any uh, craft, uh, barbecuing or chefs or, you know, for some reason, I'm just thinking of food. But you think of any craft, a samurai, let's say, there are masters of the craft. Off the top of my head, a few masters of cinema, the obvious ones, Scorsese, uh, Coppola, uh, Tarantino, of course, Christopher Nolan. These are celluloid samurai. They are masters at what they do. They are brilliant at it. And anytime they come up with a film, even if it's in a minor key or a high key or it's an orchestra piece or whatever, I look forward to going to see these films because they are masters, because they are completely dedicated to the craft. And Chanwook Park, in the in the in the years that he has done Old Boy, that he wowed us with Old Boy, that he he brought this really amazing film to the to the cinematic consciousness in that 10 years since he and he did sympathy for lady vengeance he did you know he could have just become a jobber he could have been like okay i did a good movie old boy and now i'm going to become a jobber he didn't do that a lot of people do that he didn't do that and that's something that i respect i respect it when people make an amazing film and they follow it up with more amazing films. Something I have trouble respecting, but at the same time, I have to respect it because it is part of the craft are people that make an amazing film and then they go become jobbers. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is as someone who, you know, when you drink in cinema, it's like you can you can always have a Coors Light, but a nice margarita, you know, twist. What the fuck am I saying? But you know what I mean. Chen Wook Park is a master. He's a master. And if you haven't seen any of his films, go and dive in. If you haven't seen Old Boy, or you haven't seen Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, or you haven't seen Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, do you know what I have to say to you? You're lucky. You get to watch those films for the first time. And then the cherry on top of watching those films is The Handmaiden. A beautiful, amazing, fun Super stupendous film. One of the other things that I liked about it is that it is full of Koreans. I watch movies all the time, and I'm always disturbed when I don't see Koreans because I live in LA and there are many of them here, and I like to see all uh, races uh, represented uh, equally. 
The Handmaiden. Best movie I've seen so far this year? Yeah, I would say so. Do I wish I saw it in the theaters? It was playing at Lamel or Lamel or whatever, the hell, however the hell you uh, pronounce that theater. Did I go see it? No. Do I regret it? Yeah, I do because I wish I saw it on the big screen. How did I watch it now? I watched it on Amazon VOD. Thank you, technology. You're great. So follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. Goodbye, my Korean friends.